One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Bed TV. Liverpool, Red Star, Belgrade, the Champions League returns uh, over in Belgrade. Uh, I'm uh, a very limited amount of time before I have to basically wake up and fly there. Um, well, it's me. Um, ben joins me, Ross joins me, and John joins me as well. Gents, um, uh, it's it's. I always find it tough, Ben, to do these games. Where let's be honest, the show should be Liverpool are better than these. Liverpool should beat these. How many goals should we beat these by? Three, four, five. Great. Thanks very much. Good night. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, there's a really big opportunity here for Liverpool to to get a a strong grip. Yeah. strangle hold on this group if you can go and get three points. Yeah, here. definitely. Um, I think we've been benefited. The fixtures list is kind of encountered to us in the way that we've we wow. played these back to back. As in, you know, because if you, it's it, it's a psychological thing, isn't it? Where Napoli, I'm sure we'll talk about that fixture later on. But Napoli, PSG, they've got a they've got two tough games there back to back, along with all the other tough games that they've got to play. You know, against us, and then for Liverpool to go and get six points on the bounce where the teams that could potentially be our rivals in the group are dropping points. For them, that is a psychological thing of mm. Liverpool have gone and done their job there and that's going to be good. And it's, you know, PSG in particular could end up in trouble because of it. Um, so it, 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 it's, I think Ben's spot on there, Ross. And it's interesting. There's a video Chris did with Jamie Carragher, which I think is out on the YouTube channel at the minute. And he talked about that, that having the easiest team in the group back-to-back makes a big difference. Because as much as we're looking at the, at the group table and say, yeah, we're top... Uh, Napoli a point behind, PSG two points behind that. The fact that those two have to go head-to-head again makes a, could make a significant difference to this group. And it, uh, you, what you want to do really is, and it won't be decided after this game week, of course, but you'd like to be able to go into that Napoli game and that PSG game knowing that, that, it's, that you play that Napoli game knowing that it makes it a fight between Napoli and PSG as to who else qualifies as opposed to us being sucked into the mire of it. Even the PSG game as well, though, I don't think, like you said before, going into this game, you can't go thinking we're going to win 3 4 5 nil. as lovely as that would be. I think if you have that, if you think about the importance of this game, potentially for the rest of the, the group stage, you need to think, oh, we just need a result here. Yeah. And I don't, that's not a accepting mediocrity or just thinking we can't snot them. Mm-hmm. You just need to put that point at this point. It doesn't really matter what the result is. Yeah. And that's what we need to... Yeah. I'm sure the players will have that mindset as much as I'd love us to go and win 3 nil. I would just take any, any three points. Yeah, I, I really want us to score lots of goals, but that's, that's a nice, it, a nice It's thing. the key week of the, of the group, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. You know, if, if we win and the other two draw, we've, we've got a good gap between us. Um, and it, even if one of them wins, then that puts the other team under real pressure. Particularly if, if Napoli win and 
PSG end up on four points well, or we're on nine. Ideally for, uh, for you, because I was trying to work this out, and I, I think there's a, part of you is like you want as much gap between as both to, to both teams as possible. But is there something to just shutting the door on? I'd like getting the Napoli door shut to on PSG. Na- Na- Napoli to win and leave PSG floundering on four points. I mean, this is obviously all hinged upon us going and getting the three points as well. We put ourselves on nine points. Realistically, you're looking at you'll need a point then from at, at you know Paris. provided Paris yeah. provided Napoli beat Paris Saint Germain, we only need a point then to guarantee yeah. qualification to the knockouts. Well, it means if if PSG beat us and then beat Red Star, they've still only got you know uh, one point more than us, haven't they? So, you know, a, a, a draw and we've got a better head-to-head probably. Yeah. So if we, if we draw at home in our last game, you'd take that, wouldn't you? It would be nice to be when, in a position where when we come to Napoli in the last game in December, yeah. obviously they're a good side. Unlike Spartak last year where it was pretty much done and dusted, we needed to win, but we were expecting to beat Spartak. You'd be at a point where you qualified and you can just kind of relax and watch a good game between two teams. That's the, that's the goal, I think, at the moment, as a, you know, probably for the team. And, I think and you can the do best that. way to do that is to if be in a position. If Napoli beat PSG and we yeah. win, yeah. I think you can yeah. do that. Been a bit selfish, but going over to Paris, we want to go enjoy the game yeah. regardless, not thinking, oh shit, we lose this, then things are back in the mix again. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you, if you can afford to lose the PSG, like you just said, then you've got Napoli in your hands, and you put Napoli and us are at the top of the thing, and we can put PSG out of the Champions League together. I think it'd be like a. Well, it is Italian football, Ross, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that or any backhanders, <laughs> but it would be ironic if PSG got knocked out. It's where yeah, uh, Gianni Infantino sat in the crowd. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we changed the rules there. PSG through. Yeah, I know, honestly, yeah. Um, no, I, I think that's it, and it, it is it is important, and that it makes you wonder. I think we all looking at this game. You're dead right to say, look, Liverpool could. We took on the final word that Liverpool could probably do with going and getting another good, a really really good result. I'm fascinated to see what this is going to be like because I've seen videos of what the, the atmosphere is going to be like over there. But we, we I mean, we've sort we are seem to be playing a different game this season we seem to be trying to be much more um, secure particularly you know at the back or whatever so whereas last year we were going away and we were battering teams with lovely brilliant football and I think Klopp is going to go to this game thinking well we've got to win yeah but not we've got to batter them yeah you know I think I mean hopefully it's I hope well, he does both. one and the same. Yeah, well, you know, uh, like it would be nice if we, last season that's what we were doing. We yeah. were going away playing great football, battering teams and getting the three points. But it really is key to our whole Champions League group if we get three points. I tomorrow. think we played like I think we went to Napoli and played like that, um, and I think that's a dangerous well, mentality. We did play badly. To be, we were terrible in that game. Um, I think the needs. I just think it needs. The balance needs tweaking a little bit, and I—I I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, go back to the Arsenal game. If you get that, if that goal's allowed, maybe Liverpool go on, you know, and, and get another. Maybe they do go on and get another couple. We'll never, we'll never know. But this does feel like that game where I don't think we need to be too pragmatic. I think it would be, it would save us well, particularly given particularly given the little disappointment of just of being knocked off, you know, level pegging with Man City in the league, just to get a little bit more. Confidence, but then again, you know, we had we scored eight goals in the two games leading up to the Arsenal game, and it's not like that gave us, you know, bags of momentum to carry into that or whatever. So I want Porto away all over again. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, 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 yeah I will absolutely be bang up for they, that. They did a number on Napoli as well, though. So 
I think you have to say that to them, Carol, as much as yeah. they're, they're playing in a crap league or we don't know much about them, you can't yeah. write people off I think it's gonna, start. It's going to be a, you know, to use a footballing cliche, it's going to be a bit of a cauldron. But then again, um, the Jack House Stadium, Porto was that. Yeah. The fire fans were unbelievable in that game and we were just great. As long as we room. turn up and play our football, I don't fear anybody, I don't yeah, fear no. going anywhere. It's not like, because the thing is, we played in it at home. We play, you know, that Man City game is a fine example of, you know as a home side how much that can help you. So Liverpool can use that experience. They'll they'll know the boost that that'll give Red Star. They'll be able to counteract that because, again, we know exactly, if we turn up and play our football, there's no need to worry because we're better than them. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what the message will be. It doesn't matter what the crowd is saying. Doesn't matter, you know, what the atmosphere is like. Doesn't matter what the tunnels like. You know, if you've seen that video knocking about the Red Star tunnel, forget all that. Forget the riot police knocking about. Forget the fireworks going off. You are better at football than these eleven men on the pitch. Go and out and prove got it. Jimmy Milner leading the side out. Oh, exactly. Yeah, chest forward. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, probably with some sort of like Zorro mask on to protect <laughs> his battered face. Um, on the on the availability of people, Dad, no Shakiri. Um, I mean, especially for non-footy reasons, as a blower. Jürgen Klopp said uh, we've heard and read the speculation and talk about what kind of reception he would receive, and although we've no idea what would happen, we want to go there and be 100% focused on football and not have to think about anything else. Uh, we're a big club of football team. We don't have any message further than that. We have no political message, absolutely not. We want the focus to be on a great game of football, free from everything else. It's. Um, well, I told you at the the Anfield game the. I don't know how many it was, 50 maybe um, away fans who were allowed in. Every touch of the ball for Shakiri was booed and jeered and when he was fouled the whole place erupted. God knows what it would have been like if he'd been on the pitch. I, I was thinking about this and I part of you goes, well, you know, I don't think it would have a negative impact on Shakiri because I think he, he lives for that. I mean, look, you don't do that celebration in the World Cup if it's not a. But it, if ju- it's not it a, just a mental makes factor. the crowd that more, you know, noisy. Uh, you know what I, I call it? The Raheem Sterling factor. And, you know. To the words out of your mouth. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we, you just don't need. Their crowd's going to be fired up. They're going to have the support. And you just don't. You want to kill that crowd? And you don't want this situation, Ross, where with like Raheem Sterling, you're just throwing someone in who just keeps it bubbling, bubbling it's away. It's an extra incentive for them to, to get geared up, and I don't think they need one as it is already. And like you say, it's not going to fetch your carry. The only thing I've seen is from a non-footballing side, it sends out the wrong message to say, well, you think one of your players is going to get big well, or whatever. Yeah, it does. Can, can you afford to do that all the time? Do, do, I think it's different with Sterling because he's not. There's no political agenda behind it, sure. is there? No. Which, which do, makes do the thing is that. If you didn't start with him, then you've dampened the crowd, and then you bring Shakiri well, exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Up the well, that's the, that's the thing. The City had the, 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 like last season when they brought Sterling onto a game, and it was the worst thing you could possibly do because just when we needed a little bit of a G up, oh here comes someone that we're just desperate to boo and hiss and uh, and jeer and whatever. So uh, it, it does make sense to some extent. It's just a shame that you're right. I think it does. I, I, I don't think it's. Great. A part of me is like a bit of defiance in the face of all that, to be honest. But um, I think the way that we're playing at the minute as well, when I was saying we're lacking that attacking threat between midfield mm-hmm. and attack, Shikiri's he's, Lallana, he's yeah. the answer for it for yeah. me. Well, so is Lalana, but I think you get a lot more out of Shakiri. And given that he played, what, 10, 15 minutes against Arsenal, if they already knew that he wasn't going to play yeah. on Tuesday, why didn't you play more on Saturday? Well, maybe, I think just ta- that's tactical. I think it, it says more tactical, doesn't it, than anything else. But Shakiri hat trick next Sunday. Yeah, well, why not? Um, but the, I mean, the good thing is it's Europe, so the pace is naturally a bit slower. And we talked about Fabinho not being great in the Arsenal game, Ben. 
but he looked fantastic in this game. Yeah, at Anfield the other week, you know, he really, you know, he really looked up to his speed. That means that you know, fine for being able to, I guess, continue. But we mentioned Lallana. You know, we could find this is a really interesting game. I think for Adam Lallana because yeah. he's more likely to get in the team because of the Shakiri yeah. thing. And it might just be one of those games that might be actually really well suited for. Yeah, there could barely be a better game for him to come in and make an impact. You know, just we know how good he can be. You know, and and for me, he he got slated for his performance against Huddersfield, but I don't think he was too bad. I didn't see the Cardiff performance. He apparently wasn't great there either. But for me, you know, to, to come in, this is if he can't make an impact in this game, where is he gonna? Fit in long term. Yeah. That, that's get another chance as well. That's the problem. Well, exactly. Like yeah. Shakiri's probably going to start against Fulham. Then it's an international break, mm. which he'll probably get called up for because he's not played and he'll get injured, get injured again. Yeah. And then you carry on, but there's going to be no space for him. Uh, there will be Christmas period when it's busy, but he needs to pick up some sort of form he or confidence. Need, right. He needs to find a rhythm, whatever that looks like, yeah. and whether he'll ever get the games to get his true rhythm. You need to be able to get a tune out of him. You need to be able to guarantee that he can you can get a good solid. 70, 80 minutes out of Adam Alana, you're right. This is that's why I think this is a good game for him. It wouldn't shock me to see him have a have a good game either, because as much as he is the you know one of the players who's on the the list of hate at the moment, like he is, he's, he's very talented at football. He's not a scapegoat, but he's only because of his previous seasons. He was one of the best two, three seasons ago, and obviously he's had injuries and stuff. He's not going to find the form that he had before. Yeah, I, I mean, this is what it boils down to. What if ben, Ben's right in saying that Liverpool are superior in quality, personnel-wise, to to them and Lallana? You know, you should be able, even if you think Lallana's terrible, as long as you still got Firmino, Mane, Salah, you know, or, or two from them, definitely you 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 should be. And he should be self-motivated to do that, even if you only get an hour out of him. Yeah. You know, he's not going to play 90 minutes twice a week, so that's just not, his body's just not going to let him do that. But if you, you're clopping, you're saying, right, okay, we're going to play for an hour, you're going to start you. You must be, as the, as the you must know that you, if you're not already in last chance saloon, you're pretty much getting there with your Liverpool career. You just want to go on and, and run as, for as long as you can and create as much as you can. I think, I think he will. I wouldn't surprise me at all if he had a really good game. Um, no, Jordan Henderson hasn't travelled with the squad. He's going to stay back with, with Shaqiri. Klein is ill, which is it, I think would have been an interesting conversation, Dad, just because uh, we know Lovren's travelled as well, so it's likely Lovren will play in, in this game, knowing, knowing Jürgen. The might we've not we didn't even we, we've talked about Trent not having a great game against Arsenal. We all want to see Gomez play more at centre half. Yeah. We've not talked about Nathaniel Klein. No, at all and he looked season. like he'd had a great pre-season. He mm. played a lot of games. Didn't look as though he was ha- suffering any effects from his long long layoff. Mm-hmm. And then the season starts, and he's just a forgotten man, isn't he? Yeah, completely. Um, so you'd have to suspect that his Liverpool career is at an end. Really. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? His last chance saloon now, isn't he? Yeah. Because we have got options, so you know Trent's injured. You put Gomez out there, and you can happily put Matic for well. To vary, to vary. Yeah. We said this, but there's a varying degrees. The players who were who Klopp inherited, he's gotten the the peak, the most he's ever going to get out of them. You, you'd suspect, and that is the list of you know it's it's Numerinos, Lovren, um, Nathaniel Klein, James Milner, Adam Lallana, Jordan Henderson. These are all absolutely fine. You can play. You can have two, two. You can have a few of these lads in your side any given week, and still be a very, very good side. But how it's too much of a risk, though, isn't it? When there's so much pressure to win every Premier League game and the position we're in this group stage now, like you said, it's the most important game currently. But you can't just throw Klein in there who's not played for five, no. six games, and then bite you on the arse when he, if he makes a mistake or we lose. Yeah, but this. I mean, but, but the kind of saying is, this is the we are moving away from these lads, but then also 
they know how to play on the Klopp. They've been there. They know what it means. They understand Liverpool Football Club inside and out. We're very fortunate to have these lads there because, as much as we're saying the client's career might well be might be well be done, this is last chance to leave for Lallana, and it might be the end. You know, we're all looking to see Lovren phased out, and Moreno's going to go at the end of the season. If at any point, look at the game, look at Moreno's performance last week. Does he was really, does he was not brilliant, but does he was. Good. It was a good, good left-back performance. We are very fortunate to have these lads to drop in. We're not dropping a bunch of lads in who we've had to sign in the summer to pack the bench out like we used to do under Rafa. These are lads who can just come in. That's that's their job. They're the old guys who used to do that that job. So, you know, if we have to see a couple in this game, um, fine. Naby Keita travelled as well is a big is a, is a big thing. Maybe a bit early. We're going to get people's preferred 11s in a second. Um, I'd be interested to know whether anyone uh, other than me <laughs> has put them in. Stay tuned for that. Um, Chris did the Newsroom podcast this week with Christian Walsh from the Liverpool Echo. It was very, very good. Uh, he talked a little bit about Aaron Ramsey. Here's that. Aaron Ramsey, I, I just feel like if Arsenal willing to do business... In January, go for it. He's always done damage against us. He's he's just a clever footballer. It feels like another one of these guys, Christian, that Klopp could get the best out of. definitely. It feels like a Milner replacement as well. And that's not to say Mm. Milner's going anywhere at the moment, but he is 33. He will turn 33 soon. He's not going to be around forever. Ramsey's older than you think. I think he's 28, maybe even 29 now. But, you know, he's got that four years on on, on James Milner. And it just feels like... uh, He's experienced, but he's still sort of young and energetic enough. Even though he's approaching thirty, he's he's a club type of player. You can see him in that number. For example, if we're talking about that right hand side role in that four two three one, you could see him operating there. He's done it for Arsenal before. If it was a four three three, you can see him do that as well. I just feel like if Liverpool do need a boost in January, you know, if they're still in a title race and they feel like they, they need a little bit of reinforcements in terms of creativity from midfield goal scoring for Effie midfield he'd be the option but in the summer I think it would be a no brainer um, yeah the newsroom podcast is available on the redmentv.com Chris every single week um, it's going to be a big stretch this week because he's getting back from Belgrade but um, and he's a bit poorly at the moment so we can all send well wishes get well soon to Chris who if he's miserable and upset is mainly bad for me because I've got to spend the next two days in his company so if we can just <laughs> with your earphones in yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so fingers crossed he's okay. But yeah, anyway, the the full sit down with Christian Walsh is there. It's on the RedmanTV.com. Some fantastic people Chris has spoken to. That he speaks about some stuff that's going on in the Liverpool world, but then also talks about their role as journalists. So if you if you really want an insight into what it's like to be on the Liverpool beat, Liverpool scene, be involved in that in in that uh, journalistic world, you can do. Yeah, Melissa Reddy's been on it. Uh, Goal.com's Neil Jones, uh, Andy week. Kelly. I've got Neil Jones on again this week, brilliant, so there you go. Uh, and a whole host of other brilliant content as well. So yeah, get over to redmentv.com. It is free for the first month, so you can go and try it out on our brand spanking new website. Uh, it's boss. Uh, I think it's boss, and our subscribers seem to think it's boss. So yeah, if you are a subscriber, let people know in the comments below. Other than that, come and check it out. Uh- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, preferred 11s then. Dad, I'm going to start with you. Um, you have largely gone with the team that starts against Arsenal, but with a... Uh, just brought Lovren back in and Gomez back to right back. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of struggle with the notion of preferred 11 because I know... I, I, I would quite like to see Lallana play. Mm-hmm. I would like quite like to see Cater play, but I don't think they will. Yeah. So my brain just can't get me to put them in my preferred <laughs> yeah. eleven. Yeah. So you know that that defence because maybe Trent needs to be taken out the firing line. It, I think it's worth thinking about the two games in a week thing. And Lovren will Lovren. I, I don't think you can disassociate the Fulham game, and I think Trent is the best option for the Fulham game yeah. and I think Gomez is the best option for the Fulham game so all of a sudden if you're playing I mean you could conceivably play Trent and, Lo- and, and Lovren in this in this team to be fair but you you don't want a, a full two weeks without Lovren playing a game of football you don't want Trent playing the three games necessarily want him playing three games in a week etc etc so it does make reasonable sense in fact everyone's gone for Gomez at right back Lovren centre back yeah. in this one um, Ross you went uh, I've got it written down here. Genie, Lalana, Milner as your midfield three. Yeah, I um, I haven't got anything against Fabinho. I think he just needs a little bit of respite, and I think the Fulham game will be good for him to come into again. I think you can't rule out Genie and Milner because they're the most consistent players at the minute. Uh, and then Lalana, I, I want to see goals, not that he will get them because yeah. he can't score, but he can provide that crucial pass and that link between midfield. I would have put Shakiri in there because I think that's what yeah. we're lacking. Yeah. And he would have been a cert for me, but obviously he hasn't gone. So I like I like the Lalana shout. Um whether I go with that or not on my starting eleven prediction, you'll have to tune in and, and watch that on the on the channel. But it's tough because of the options that we have available to us at the moment, particularly the No Henderson thing. You you're choosing from your actual midfielders remain the same pretty much. We don't know how thick Kate it is, so it's a gamble to throw Kate in straight away. If you don't put Lalana in there, it's too industrious, isn't it? Exactly. It's kind of like rugged old school midfielders. It's like you just don't have that creativity, which I think not that Lalana's got it in abundance, but he's got it in more significance than Fabinho and the rest of them. In the and maybe go back to using Lalana in the way that we use them, particularly in Europe. Maybe makes sense, you know. Not going to be at a breakneck speed the same way the Premier League game is. So you might get a bit more change out of Lana in mid. In I think it does. I mean, I think the way that he changes the pace of the game by his turns and his running, you know, he sort of dictates when we we speed the game up, and there's a good link with our you know our fast forwards. But you know, the idea of an industrial midfield. I mean, Klopp's often done with that. Yeah. You know, so you can't rule that out at all. No, I don't I mean, think Lana's going to play on Saturday either against Fulham. 
So well, well that it depends. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, we'll play it's, one or the other, only. So. Yeah, no, but I think Shakiri will therefore play. Yeah, oh, I really get more game time in there. Yeah. So like, Lallana's not going to get game. But nope. looking at Fulham's defence, he might decide to play Shakiri and Lallana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, the Fabinho one's interesting. Ben, you've put, you've got four two three one Fabinho and Genie yeah. holding. Work it works. It works exactly, and you know. It, 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 this will be perfect for Shakiri again. I think this would be the, the, another game where he could just keep building his confidence a little bit. It's really unfortunate that we've, that we've lost him out. But it, it, it allows an opportunity for Lalana to come into the side and show what he can do. I, I think I, there was a shout for storage. I, I, you know, I thought if you were going to play... Well, Roberto Firmino, no one's talking about it. He's been a bit shit this season, hasn't he? I don't <laughs> want to mean, maybe I'm overselling it a bit. Like, yeah. But... Because he's had some good moments and he's a couple of inches away from scoring a wonderful chip over the keeper mm. at the weekend. But I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he is he's not saying he is shit. But he I, he could probably do with a maybe a with, rest with, yeah. a, with a bit yeah. of a rest. Like, well, I mean, I meant instead of Lallana oh, right. to play Salah because I put Salah up front on okay. my formation. Yeah. So to put, play Salah out wide and then play Firmino as a ten as I planned. But now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, may, maybe that maybe that is the way to go. Whether he wants to disrupt the front three or whether he'd rather just let them do their thing and hopefully you know this might be a game. It's another opportunity where they could click and continue to click. Whether he'll want to disrupt that, I don't know. But it's it's certainly a suggestion. That's a gamble, isn't it? Because yeah. how many times this season he's gone? This will be the game. This will yeah. be the game where you've got your Cardiff game and the Red Star at home thinking, oh, we'll, we'll kick on now. The, the, the form of the front three in general kind of relies on the form of Firmino for me. Mm. When, if, he's, if he's not linking things up as he was last season, that but means Marley and Salah aren't quite as effective as they normally are. So if you take Firmino out of there, then you are taking that away entirely. Yeah, I, I agree in so much as I think the f- Firmino's not been great and I think we need to play him into form. Um, but your it might suit storage, it might suit Lallana. I don't know. I, my, my preferred eleven anyway. I've gone for Firmino up front. I've got him. I've gone for the normal front three. I've thrown Cater in, um, just because I, I just want to see him play um, Fabinho. Because I think again, I think he's shown enough in Europe that it's fine to have him in there. And James Mill. <laughs> it's tough. Is an issue we've got that with the Genie Milner thing. They both deserve to be in Liverpool's team every week. And yet, if you put both of them in the team, it means that who you pick as your third has a massive impact on how you play football. Because in this instance, it's Fabinho. Absolutely. I mean, in, in the best of all worlds, you'd want Shakiri or Lalana in your, as your three um, to give you that dri- impetus and drive forward. But there are going to be games where you actually want to put the third more tough None of us has gone for the midfield three, which we've forgotten about this, but it's only a few weeks since this was classed as our best midfield three of Genie, Cater, Milner. And that's the midfield three that, that you know started the season. Genie in the six. I, I might have done if I thought Cater was fit, yeah. but I just no idea because he's been out for so long. Yeah, and I know he's travelled, but. You know how, how fit is he? You know? By all accounts, he was he was in training last week, wasn't he? And I think he was just he's a couple of sessions ahead of Henderson, who who will be back for the weekend. So by all accounts, he's available to play. Right, but Ross, maybe, maybe a play. The yeah. big question, Kate, is are you better? It's, what, what, it's always a gamble, isn't it? It's yeah. part of the problem. He, he, if, he, if you play him and he plays crap, I'm going to go. Why have you played him so soon? Yeah. And it's dreadful against Napoli. Yeah, away. exactly. Yeah. And, and then you, you add to that the importance of this game, which you've already mentioned a few times, of going, we need to get a result here to make the rest of the 
the competition a bit easier, the rest of the group stage a bit easier on us. I just think it's too much for him, as much as his creativity would help us out. Mm-hmm. I think you've got Adam Milano, who's played a couple of games, and he's he's at a different stage of fitness. Yeah. Maybe not the same quality as Navi Cater is. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because of the, that balance, there's that balancing act between, we had, this, we had this a couple of weeks ago, getting players up to speed, but also it's good for confidence to beat teams. I mean, look at Arsenal. Arsenal just went on that run of 11, well, 12 unbeaten, but 11 wins and on one draw. They were flying by the time. I mean, I know Palace took the wind out a little bit the week before, but you know they'd they clicked because they'd had the opportunity to click, and they played against lower quality opposition in yeah. that period and got themselves got themselves up and running. Do you use this as a period to get everyone up and running, or do you want your best players absolutely fit and firing? And then the perfect who is that? Who are our best players? The perfect situation for me would be cater 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. If the game's going our way against Red Star, yeah. then play them against Fulham. Okay. And then you've got a stupid international break anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, right, let me know your uh, preferred 11s in the comment section. They need score predictions. 2 0. 3 0. I'll go with 3 0 as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. 4 0. Four four nil. Nil. It's almost like we haven't recorded this section before and <laughs> had to re record it. Uh, 4. Um, no, nay. 5. Oh. Oh. One. I think Liverpool, I, I, hope, I, I think and hope. But this is one of those games, isn't it? We talked about it, like the atmosphere. It's a, it's a, it's not a typical like it's not like going to Maribor where it, where it's not. And these have got a massive pedigree, and it will count for something. I think in their ground, Liverpool will have to be whatever team we put out will have to be at the best. If they're at the best, we should be able to get it sorted. But if we if we if we're not absolutely on it, there's a little there's a, there is a narrative there where they could do something. They could I think bad is we did at Napoli than anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah, and where that performance came from, I don't know. I've not seen that for donkey's years. Similar to Arsenal, he said like they haven't played anyone. The narrative was we're going to beat them because they just played crap. Well, it's the same for Red Star. But remember when we played them at home? He said they only lost like twice in fifty odd games. Well, they've played they play nobodies, but for confidence wise, well, the nine nine points clear at the top of their league. They've won the three games since losing to us. They, I think, you know, the the issue is it's like the PSG thing to some extent is that they don't really have a challenge in their domestic league, which can work for us. But also the home advances. This is this is what they this is them. You know, the home turf for for a reason stuff. So it might be a bit naive or a bit a bit stupid for me to pick a big score here. But you know what? We've got the quality of players though, like Ben said before. We should have the mentality. And the quality to go go and do that. Fingers crossed. And I, look, I'll back this Liverpool side because why not? I mean, if, the, if we put a, no matter what side we put out, if they perform to the best of their ability, we've got the ability to win this game and win it well. I'd like it to be. I think it will be one of those games though where maybe with 15 minutes to go, we we, we could find a couple of late goals to make it look. It might a five nil might flatter us, but I'll, if, however however we take it, I'll take that. Um, score predictions comments below as well as uh, alongside your preferred 11s. If you want more fantastic content, the Around the League podcast is there. The Man of the Match podcast. The newsroom podcast that you saw a clip from before, um, and loads of other things in between. The Liverpool Women's podcast, uh, yeah, all on the RedmenTV.com. It helps fund everything that we do here. Our subscribers are the best people on the face of planet Earth. Um, so yeah, we love those guys, and if you want to become one of them, get over there. And yeah, you can have a look at it for free for the first month as well. So do that. Thank you, gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hopefully, we've got massive grins on our faces for the final word show coming up later this week. I will be over in Belgrade, uh, and hopefully, there'll be a vlog up on Mates TV as well. Other than that, thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. See you all soon. Ta-da. <laughs>